Edge game here tonight. Easily my favorite play on this slate and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up for Tuesday night in the Fantasy Bar. Any comments, questions, feedback? Guys, whatever you want to talk about, that comment section is there for you. Make sure you get your Beast of the Night picks in there. Maybe it's Jeremy Lamb. Maybe it's somebody else. Let's see it in the comment section. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Thumbs up button, guys. And thank you, as always, for checking out the video. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck here tonight, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another NBA video. NFL videos as well on Wednesday and Thursday. So busy, busy times here in the Fantasy Bar, but none of it's possible without you guys. So again, thank you and good luck tonight. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Steen7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 520 on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. But of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Six game slate, three man booth, batting first, leading off. It's one uh, Kirkies. What's up, Kirkies? Kirkies, who's uh, excited tonight, not just for the NBA, but for college basketball, because you're going to go full degenerate and wager on some college basketball? I already two bets and uh, I'm on a I, I end up I got an account betting and uh, I end up like betting one game for fun losing and then I just end up down this rabbit hole where I just start betting on anything and everything and uh, so I've got two plays in tonight I've got South Dakota State name one I, player in South Dakota I, State I, I don't know anything about them I got 11 and a half points they're playing <laughs> Kansas State and then um, <laughs> who's my other I got Bradley Bradley uh, sure why yeah, not yeah. why wouldn't you uh, sounds like a nice fella. <laughs> uh, DFS college basketball is going down, by the way. That's the thing. That's kind of the precursor. That was kind of the setup because uh, if you all want to get the Roto-Grinders package for DFS college basketball, two ninety nine for the entire season, which includes the madness in March. And, of course, that's powered by, provided by uh, Barncast. If you don't know what Barncast, he's one of the uh, best college basketball players in all the universe. Grant, you care for college basketball? Nope. Neither. All right. We agree on something. That's going to be the first and only time we agree on this show. How about that? Well, I agree that we shouldn't do body parts. Are, are, are you on that list? We disagree. Again, as I said, as predicted, we're only going to agree once. I, I love body parts. They're so important tonight. You get to you get to just sit back and just let Dean do his thing. You know, it's beautiful. It's And it's super important as far as a slate tonight. It's a six-gamer, of course. 
I'm, I, are you liking this, Turkey? So I'm, I'm liking the six-gamer over like the 11-gamer and the three-gamer. This is the ideal. This is the sweet spot, is it not? Yes, I'm not a fast talker. I tend to drag things out a little little bit. And so every every show we've done in the past has been like 11 games. You've been like, I'd, I'd love to stop and chat, you know, but can't. So tonight yeah. we, get to, we get to take our time, so it should be, it should be fine. We'll stop and chat, and hopefully we'll have time for uh, for questions from the chat, not just the Rotorgrinders chat, but the YouTube chat as well. Feel free to tap, smack, uh, caress, do something to the like button, just as long as it gets that thumbs up. We do appreciate that. It helps us in the old analytics. Uh, one more promo before we dive in and kind of break down this six-gamer. Uh, do want to mention, of course, if you guys wear the Rotorgrinders badge around the industry, finish in the top ten of certain contests, uh, you get yourself one month free of Rotorgrinders Premium. Want to give a shout out to those that have uh, recently done that. That will be PMAC 103, Run OKC, Clutch, my favorite name, Clutch 007, 007, I suppose, uh, and J Burgess 1414. Lastly, uh, the FanDuel single entry series is still going down. Three weeks left. Uh, six finalists will play in Puerto Rico, the WFFC party. Hey, yours truly finished in the top 10 last week. How about that? That was good times. Uh, hopefully we can keep that momentum going. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll go to Puerto Rico. We'll see how that goes down. Uh, Grant, six games slate tonight. We'll do the body parts in a second, but I want to get your screenshot, your overview. What are we seeing as far as the slate tonight? I mean, injuries and suspensions have kind of shaped the entire slate. You mean uh, body parts have? I mean, well, it, injecting things into body parts kind of have. Yes, sure. Yeah, gr- growth, growth hormone. Is it surprisingly, they didn't. They, surprisingly, they didn't get LeBron for that yet. But it's because he's better at hiding it. When you have those big contracts, you can you guys pay people. Are absurd. How is that absurd? It's, a, it's a ridiculous accusation. You're making you're making these accusations based on nothing. Oh, no, I just man. think it's surprising. That's all I'm saying. I'm not sure. But it's I mean, surprising. surprising is how he's so good. He's the greatest player of all time, and still agreed. Is. Yes, but all the greatest players Twice. of all times probably did. Probably did. Uh, <laughs> Some HGH. Babe Ruth had his, his hot dogs were shot up with HGH. I mean, honestly, back then, who knows what they were putting in the food. <laughs> uh, Grant, do you want some body parts? you want to give the, the, the screenshot? Uh, screenshot. John Collins being out drastically changes, and Trey Young being back in drastically changes everything with Atlanta. And hooray, we have Chalk Jabari Parker. That's great. If Sabonis is in, it changes things. If Sabonis is out, it changes things. Uh, over in, I don't know, I guess, like, Steven Adams, if he's out, offers great value with Noel. I feel like there's another one I'm missing. Well, with Winslow back in there, makes the Denver game not very exciting. I made a whole list. Yeah, you know what? We can just read a list. I hear that's a very tough job to do, which is why they gave it to you. Or we can just go to it when we get to those games. Uh, I'm going to go to the list, and I'll, I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to Kirk Dees after he knocks the list, but uh... – your boy Jalen Brown, he's still out with the fish. He's got something serious. Uh, Jalen Brown's been out for a while. He's not feeling particularly well. Uh, teammate there in Boston, Robert Williams, he's got a hip. Despite that, he's expected to play. Enos Cantor, not officially ruled out, but he's doubtful with his knee. As Grant alluded to, uh, Indiana, we're kind of in a holding pattern to some degree. There's certainly going to be a triple, trickle down effect as far as our lineups because we got uh, Dougie Buckets. McDermott is questionable with his foot. Uh, Damana Sabonis has a calf, so he's questionable. Miles Turner. The abdometer, he's got a, a, an ankle, so he's questionable. All three bigs there in Indiana currently questionable. That is a, a 7 o'clock tip as far as the East Coast, so we will definitely get that information. Well, I presume we'll get that information before lock. Um, oh, uh, Derek White, he's got, a, uh, he's got a butt. He's got a butt, so he's questionable. Uh, MCW's got a hip. Despite that, he's going to play. Uh, Justice Winslow is a back, so he's probable. 
Uh, Steven Adams, as Grant said, currently dealing with his knee. He's questionable. Will Barton's got a toe. He's questionable. The Lakers, Kuzma, expected 25 minutes uh, as far as his max minutes he can play tonight. Rajon Rondo still out with his calf. Avery Bradley's out with his leg, so KCP is going to draw the start. Uh, John Collins, his entire body has been suspended for the next 25 games. Or, uh, Alex Len is going to play with his ribs, and Trey Young is back with his ankle. And I guess that's the big one, right, Kirk? He's like Indiana. What's going to go down as far as the bigs there? Oh, yes, sir. That is the big one. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Miles Turner is not going to go because that would be amazing of an upgrade. But uh, Saboner, definitely the big one. And, uh, you know, we could get um, to play uh, – what's his name? Oh, you're thinking of Goga. Yeah, go, Goga, Goga, 18th uh, overall pick. Uh, looked pretty good. Um, you know, uh, you're, uh, what is he, Serbian or something? I don't know. I presume he's Eastern European, but I don't know what exactly. Uh, he's Georgian. He's from Georgia. The Republic of Georgia? The okay. country. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, not uh, Freaknik, Atlanta. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he could possibly be in play, and I, he's would be kind of a fun roster tonight. Yeah, uh, boards, blocks, and threes. He, do, he does that, and he's pretty cheap still. And if he gets 25 minutes, he's super interesting. And, again, we don't know. It's kind of a holding pattern, but uh, potentially some run there against Charlotte, a team that's pretty terrible. Uh, first game, let's talk to you, Kirk Deese, as far as a six-gamer tonight, Boston, yourself, it's 215.5 is the total against Cleveland. Worth noting, not a lot of high totals today. Uh, I think 220-ish is the highest one. Uh, I shouldn't say ish. It's 221 last I saw as far as San Antonio and Atlanta. I think that's the biggest number on the board. Uh, the Cavs are six-point dogs to your Celtics. <sighs> All right, Kirk Deese, talk about your Boston Celtics. Are you going to be a homer tonight? Do you like the C's or what? Yeah, it's just tough that uh, the way that shapes – I mean, the sl- I mean, it looked like they were going to be extremely chalky to start the day, and now things have kind of trickled uh, away from them with the uh, the news of uh, John Collins being out. And, um, you know, the the Lakers are just underpriced. So uh, I, do, I do like some of these Celtics guys, and I kind of like them a little bit more for GPPs, and I think they're interesting as far as roster construction goes from, like, that mid-range because a lot of people are going to be looking to jam in – uh, at least on uh, fantasy draft slash uh, DraftKings, they're going to be looking to jam in the uh, AD and LeBron possibly, um, and I think that will take obviously take away from you know potentially Kemba Walker, uh, Gordon Hayward, and Jason Tatum, who may look a little bit overpriced, but certainly aren't uh, considering their role right now. Uh, prioritize those guys. Who's your favorite amongst the DJs recommended? Um, I mean, I, it's hard to to not like what Kemba's doing right now. Um, he's just he's he's all of a sudden, you know, engaged. And that's what you want is like that engaged Kemba. He has a great matchup um, against the Cavs. So I would prioritize him first, but that price is kind of nice on Gordon Hayward. He's a little safer. And then uh, Tatum, I think is going to get overlooked, but uh, Tice is the cheap value, uh, probably the number one priority. And then uh, this could be a time Lord game, right? Like uh, the Cavs play big. Um, We know, you know, Robert Williams is supposed to be back tonight. If we can just get minutes with this guy, if he can just, you know, keep out of foul trouble because he's a little handsy, as you like to say, then uh, he's a guy that I'd be interested in as well. Yeah, so Tice, he's a cheapie. Uh, depending on where you're shopping, I know he's popping on, on Fandle. He's pretty cheap over there. A uh, little bit more priced up on DK, a little bit more priced up on Fantasy Draft. Uh, we don't know how certain those minutes are, and he could get 23, 24. He could get 27, 28, 29. Decent fantasy point per minute player. Uh, facing it off against a, you know, a big Cleveland side with uh, Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. So you'd assume they would need his size. You mentioned Williams as well, too, who's coming back. And I, I'm not 
terribly enthused on playing uh, Tice. Uh, Grant, jump in here. What's your thoughts as far as Chalky Tice and the rest of the Celtics? I mean, do we really know how Chalky is going to be? I guess it kind of depends on the Adams news. But, I mean, I guess he'll still draw a decent amount of ownership regardless. I'm not enthused about it. just a piece that I'm just going to end up throwing in. I mean, based on point per dollar, he's probably the top play at the position here. He's a guy that we need to throw into our lineups. He's been getting 26, 27, 28 minutes recently, and he hasn't performed great on a point-per-minute basis during those games, but there's no reason to think that he won't do better. Um, the price tag is just good enough where he hasn't even gotten a double-double yet. So upside for 35 here, like, it's just a what, – what was that noise? Not me. <laughs> is, is it that me? The, the news is break? What just happened? Oh, is it uh, Sabo- season? Sab- Sabona out. What's uh, up with Turner? Fudge. They can't just give us Turner's out. Turner's news, right? out. They're both out? Yeah. Oh, Turner was doubtful. Season. You're the only one that thought Turner was going to play. He was He was questionable. He wasn't officially whatever. He, he, he was, was doubtful. All right. Fair. Which is significantly worse than questionable. I understand. <laughs> Do you? Do yes. you, Dean? I understand adjectives, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure you are a terrible teacher. Yes, this is true. I'm sure you can Google it somewhere. Um, okay, we'll put that game on, on deck in a second. Of course, that game, that there's two 7 o'clock games, and Goga is going to be super popular. What's the deal with Dougie Buckets? Do we have a read on him? Is he going to play or not? I don't think we got news on him. Wow, so no Sabonis <laughs> and no Turner. It's Goga season. That's it. It's happening. Yeah. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to see it, does it? Did it really fall? Oh, we're all here to we're all here to the, the go the go tree. We're all here for that. We're all hearing it. What do you mean? Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying it about Dougie McBuckets. Uh, well, if both those guys are out. I think McDermott's like in play as a super cheap guy. I'm not enthused again. Like he's not yeah, like it's not like we have twenty tights. different value guys on this slate. We don't. I know you're being sarcastic, but we don't. <laughs> we don't want to hear about you guys. Like is a uh, comparative, meaning huh? similar to. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about the game in a second. Let's clean up Boston and Cleveland. Uh, Grant, you got anything else as far as the Celtics, or you want to talk about the, the Cats? I mean, I just want to reiterate what Kirk said and say that I love Tatum tonight. I think he's going to go largely overlooked here. He hasn't been putting up big numbers recently, but he very easily can. I think there's a decent spot for him, so I really like Tatum. But we can move on to Cleveland and – Pretty much Cleveland is Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson are great plays, and I'm probably staying away from everything else. Yeah, but, like, how much are you actually prioritizing Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson? I mean, a decent amount. I mean, Kevin Love's going to get 15 rebounds in all likelihood. I think Vegas Line currently has him set at 13. But he's going to get a boatload of rebounds. He can get there in points, too. He's going to give you 40 to 50 points, which, like, I'm great with locking in 40 points and getting upside for 50 to 60. So, and Cantor's officially out. Uh, so, like, I'm not hugely prioritizing him. I have a feeling more people are going to go more towards uh, Davis and some Lakers guys that are low underpriced. But Love is still very much in play. You're not going to get a bad game out of him. Yeah, I mean, you say 45 to 50. He has to get that much because that's kind of what he's priced at. And the tricky part with Love is his usage has not been that high. He's just been rebounding like crazy. Um, I mean, 28 in the last two games. What's that, his usage? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying on the season it hasn't been. It's not like jumping off the page. Um, yeah, so, and, go ahead. So w- w- with him is what you know his minutes jumped off the page. He's looked extremely spry. Like he looks like the old Kevin Love for like the first time. I don't know how long this is going to last for. 
but he wasn't shooting, right? He wasn't taking the shots. So he was doing like eight, 10, 12 shots in his first game. But now all of a sudden, 16, 18 shots. So Grant's definitely right. The rebounding has been there. Um, he's just a focal point of their offense. So I, I, I'm on board with Love, too. The point I'm making is that, like, he's priced at a point where he has to get 15 rebounds because he's essentially a slate, does guy. he? This yeah. is going to be a low-scoring slate, so you look at the normal point-per-dollar values that you're expecting out of people, and you probably don't need as much. Like, the value is going to hit up at the top. Like, none of the – outside of the Lakers, none of the guys are in great spots to well, yeah, crush Outside of value. LeBron James, who he's not that much uh, – he's not that much cheaper than LeBron James, and LeBron James is a better play. I mean, is he? Yeah. He's going to draw way more ownership. Okay, but that's a different conversation. What are the odds that Kevin Love outscores James, and what are the odds that James drastically outscores Love? I mean, I don't. I, the odds that Love outscores LeBron is like, I don't know, twenty percent, twenty five percent, if that. Probably not. I mean, look at every single game this season. I think that he's probably done it at a higher rate than that. You mean all six games? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what you want to cite. Uh, all right. Well, anything else in this game that's worth talking about, or shall we move on? Anybody? Um, I mean the Celtics. Like, just you can do anything you want with them. But like, uh, let's let's uh, we've got time. Let's not rush rush these games. Let's talk about Tristan Thompson here. Overpriced, maybe potentially on performance, but like, think about the Boston Bigs or lack of Boston Bigs besides Time Lord that really could do any sort of um, defense. I mean, he should just dominate the glass, Tristan Thompson, in this spot. Boston's been uh, – I was digging into this earlier, actually. I'm fairly certain Boston's one of the best teams as far as yielding points in the paint. Six uh, games. Six games, Dean. Correct. Yeah, so far. Yeah, that, that, that's, but, but what else do we have to go on, right? Um, years of years of stats. Okay. You want to <laughs> cite Tristan Thompson's stats last year? They stunk. Not really. For the majority of the season where they're actually giving him 35-plus minutes, he was one of the top point-per-dollar producers until they actually raised his price tag. He was a mainstay in people's lineups for a significant portion of it. Without, without Kevin Lovin there, it was a different story. We have a significant portion of time. You said he stunk, but he was putting up massive games last year when he was actually given the minutes, and then he got injured, slowing the league, bringing him back from injury. You want to look at last year when he went on a run of putting up big outings? Let's look at, oh, I don't know, mid early December, 37, 49, 44, 43, 13, 59 in a week and a half span where he was actually getting mid to high 30 minutes. And then the week before that, where he was averaging 40 points a game. Okay. Well, you can lock Tristan Thompson and I'll play Goga. How about that? That's fine. I'm not saying it's a requirement, but you said we don't have a sample size. We have a month long sample size from last year. Yeah, but the price is adjusted as well, too. The price is adjusted a little bit, 7.1K, but on a slate like this where you're going to get concentrations of ownership on cheaper guys at the center position, then you can actually play him at a higher price point and take shots on cheaper guys at other positions. It's called game. He's team. another guy who gets – he's two categories. I mean, he can get some blocks too, but basically it's, it's boards and, and, and it's you know junk baskets. He's not going to yeah. get any threes. I mean, he can get some blocks, and it's not like he's already put up yeah. a near 50-point game multiple times this season with just – rebounds and points correct i'm saying i'm just saying his path is more concise than others that's all that's the same i mean outside of three pointers which don't really make a difference over on FanDuel, kevin loves pretty much the same when you do something at that massive of a volume it can have a good effect on your fantasy outage all right is there anything else as far as this game or shall you move on uh can we talk about fantasy contract what do you want to say <laughs> 
I don't know. Are you paying attention to this Twitter war that's going on and everything? Oh, that's. I have access to Twitter if that's what you're asking me. Yes. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Should we give it? Uh, all right, never mind. Move along. Move along. Yeah. It's always interesting to see when people are put in a position to choose between their conscience and their self interest what they do. Uh, all right, let's move on. Indiana and Charlotte, 213 is the total. Charlotte is a three point dog. Uh, the value is open up on the Indiana side as far as Sabonis not playing, as far as Turner not playing. It's going to be a go-go season. And, again, uh, the blocks look legit. I don't know if I mean, they're probably going to adjust to some degree. I think it's four and back-to-back games. going to play at a minimum, i say, 25 minutes or so. He can hit threes. He can grab boards as well. The price isn't fully up there. The Charlotte front line is pretty terrible, Grant. Um, talk to you about go-go. And then, like, I guess TJ Leaf's another value play that might be interesting. Yeah, gosh, TJ Leaf just destroyed my soul the other night um but goga he's super cheap tj leaf just put up a big outing last time out both of them are super cheap this offense really doesn't have too much in it without sabonis who eats up all the usage so without turning there without sabonis like you have to look at guys like goga and leaf here and even warren and lamb like brogman's a huge assist guy and so he's going to be put the ball off to these guys someone's going to do something goga seems like the obvious option here if he is going to get 25 minutes which without bonus without turn in there it's likely that he is going to end up making making value as long as he doesn't get into foul trouble which isn't a guarantee if his ownership is going to be just through the roof i'm not sure it's a great idea to play him in higher payout or higher top tier payout tiers in bigger competition just because the chances of him getting into foul trouble are pretty significant. There are other guys that you can go with, but Goga stands out as a good point or a great point per dollar play. Talk to me about Goga, Kirk Dees. I mean, you got to play the dude. Um, so first of all, the spot to attack uh, the Hornets, at least as of now with our six game sample size is from a DVP uh, perspective is definitely the center position. Um, also the Hornets are 26 and opponent blocks per game. They have always been, They've always been at the worst, allowing blocks per game as from last last season as well. I know it's a new, completely different team, but um, it's sort of the way that they play ball that they just they just you know do a lot of that pick and roll and uh, and go to the rim. Um, Goga four blocks in each consecutive games. I mean, this could be a block party. I mean, the minutes are secure as long as this guy doesn't get in foul trouble, right? Like they just don't have any big options. So I think you just. Uh, just like last night where we had some absolutely obvious chalk that this is just absolutely obvious chalk. Now, yes, he's a rookie. He's an 18th pick. He's Georgian from the Republic of Georgia. Uh, so we don't know. We don't know. We, you know, there's, we, we have a small, small amount of uh, being able to watch this guy, but uh, he looks pretty good to me. So I'm ready to roll, ready to roll with him. Again, uh, I'm seeing McDermott not officially ruled out. So he's another big that may, uh, Gogo probably gets like 25 to 30 minutes, something like that. Uh, it's probably dependent upon McDermott as well. Um, we mentioned Leaf. Leaf can grab you know, 20 to 25 minutes, I suppose. And I want to mention one of my favorite plays in the state. One of my favorite plays is Malcolm Brogdon. Who's with me on Brogdon? Anybody? Oh, absolutely. It's about right. time. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cite this. Uh, I pulled this from the expert survey. I, I participated in it as long with, uh, along with STL cards and Stevie and Notorious and this was a fun little nugget I found as I was digging my research today. Uh, he's averaged 1.37 fantasy points per minute. Uh, outside of the GOAT LeBron James, no player is averaging more potential assists, 19.3 per game, or actual assists, 9.7 per game. That eye test tells me that Charlotte lacks rim protection. 
but the stat confirms that no team has allowed more points in the paint this season than the Hornets. Yes, small sample, but, you know, they're terrible. And Brogdon, Grant, uh, he's third in the league in drives. How does this go wrong? Um, I mean, really, outside of Chicago, really hasn't gone wrong the entire season. I don't think it does. I absolutely love Brogdon. He's one of my favorite plays. Maybe my favorite play on the entire slate here. I don't think he's going to be nearly high enough to own, even though he's going to be moderately chalky. Like Brogdon's just a lock for 40 points every single game here. I'm going to be playing a ton of him, and I suggest you do too. I, the, Dean, look at you with some good insight. I like what you're saying for the first time ever. <laughs> so we've agreed for the second time on this show. Uh, smash the over. The over to reset at one and a half. Uh, Kirk Tease, I suppose. The tricky part of Brogdon, of course, is, yeah, I want to play some Brown. I want to play some, some of Braun, and it's really hard to get all three. You can make it happen, but it's a little bit dicey, a little bit tricky. We'll see how it works as far as the lineup build with the new Indiana news. Uh, how much are we prioritizing a Brogdon, Kirk Tease? Um, I don't know if he's the priority here for me. It's certainly not for cash because it's, I mean, he's an awesome play. This is a, I wrote him up like the first article I wrote when I, I've been on this guy every single game so far. I mean, he's extremely talented. He's always been extremely talented rookie of the year. Um, always a, a capable scorer. just never really had the full opportunity to be unleashed, you know, fell into it with, uh, Oladipo going down. He's also a great defender, always was a great defender in college, um, has the ability, you know, also is the focal point, you know, facilitating this offense. So you're going to get assists, you're going to get scoring, you're going to get defensive stats with this guy. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, he's good to go. Uh, this is a great matchup um, against the Hornets. And, uh, you know, there's also, you know, limited bodies, you know, for usage standpoint. So like everything is just off the charts of this guy. Um, I am more interested, to be honest with you, from a pricing standpoint, in Jeremy Lamb. Uh, one, I'm a UConn homer, always have been, so that I'm a little biased there. But, like, the thing about Jeremy Lamb is he's a great rebounder. Um, they're going to need a lot of rebounding tonight, right? He's also a good scorer. Also a revenge game. So this is like the trifecta. Like, how could he How could he bust tonight? I, I like him. I was going to mention him as, as well. And let's do a screen share. Why not, D-Train? Let's show off some of the tools here because – I fired up the old court IQ, and yes, Grant, before you come out and say it, 100% the samples are small, but this is the samples we have. And oh, no, I was going to say 100% you're a tool. Well, okay. Well, I thought you were going to say both things. Uh, Miles Turner, we kick Miles Turner off the court. We kick Sabonis off the court. And it's, again, super, super limited as far as the minutes and what you get. You can pump out the usage. You can pump out the fantasy points per minute. Uh, like, again, this is not going to be the case going forward, but I just thought it was interesting. TJ, and I just want to show it off. I wanted to show people, make them aware of some of the things you can do here uh, at Roto Grinders. And TJ Leaf, and again, 24 minutes, longer too excited. Uh, 24% usage and 1.64 fantasy points per minute. Uh, a, a, an increase as far as his per 36 of 17 points, uh, which is massive. And then there's then there's TJ Warren, who's going to be asked to you know be on the court for a good bit of time as well, too. He's seen an increase and 11 fantasy points per 36 minutes. And as far as his fantasy points per minute, it's .98, which is not great. But if he's playing, you know, 35 minutes, which is certainly possible with how thin they are, I think he's kind of interesting. And this, there's our boy Bataze Goga uh, averaging a fantasy point per minute. As far as his usage, it's not huge, just about 20% or so. And again, these samples are super small. This is more useful as the season continues. But uh, just want to show this tool off. I, Kirkies, I presume you use Court IQ? You presume correctly. All right. Yeah. And I, I, I like the lamb call as well, too. What about the other side? Uh, I'm not enthused on the other side. Somebody talk to me because I got nothing really. 
Give it to him, Grant. I'm not terribly enthused either. There's all decent plays. I mean, you can go with Rozier. You can go with Zeller is probably the top option there. But even that, it's more just because there's not really the guys that would guard like Turner and Sabonis being at probably gives him a bump there. But I'm not horribly stack about playing any of these guys. I mean, they're all priced probably about where they should be. You can go with Rozier. You can go with Washington. You can go with Bacon. You can go with Zeller. But the only reason to play them is if you're playing multiple pieces over on the other side and just hoping that this game stays close and that someone on the other side shows up and realistically Washington, Zeller, or Rozier can crush their value. But I don't think anyone are that likely. Kirk, you got a different take? I mean, I, I was considering some to like start the day in the morning when I was looking at things, but you know, with all the way that the, the slate has changed, I'm just, it's just hard. I mean, who wants to pay 11,600 on fantasy draft for PJ Washington? Who's no like so, so three point dependent, shot dependent. Now, could he do well and win some GPPs now that nobody's going to play these guys because of all the, the, the way they treat the, that the reason to play any of these guys is because of ownership. And, you know, I, it's, it could be a good game stack. I mean, like this could be a very by Charlotte's been very competitive. Um, these guys play big minutes. This is a completely watered down uh, Pacers team, you know. So there should be like these guys should all get like increased boards and defensive stats and whatnot. So Indiana's been the, one of the worst rebounding teams in all of basketball. They lost a bonus and they, and they lost Turner tonight. Uh, Zeller, not a great basketball player, but a good fantasy basketball player this year. In 145 minutes, is averaging 1.18 fantasy points per minute. I think Zeller's kind of interesting at a center position that at least before the show when I was kind of messing around lineups, depending on where I was shopping, especially Fandle, I didn't love center. Zeller's kind of interesting. If this game stays close, I can see him putting up, you know, like a 22-15 kind of game and sprinkling the rest of the box score. Uh, the small forward position as well, depending on where you're looking, uh, is Bridges is somebody that I'm okay playing, but I'm not happy about it. Fandle specific, where they kind of box you in a small forward. I think he's playable and you might land on it. It's not a great play, but there's not a lot of great plays at small forward. Otherwise, uh, shall we move on? You guys have thoughts on Wait, Zeller? I, I like Zeller, but I got a vomit. I got a bender, blender vom, vomit play. Uh-oh. Um, what if this game goes small and they use Marvin Williams at the uh, at the center position? Guy's been terrible, hasn't been playing the minutes, but what if? Just what if tonight is the night? Okay, let's say he plays 27 minutes, and then what? And he hits some threes. <laughs> yeah, how many what ifs you want to add? Because Mark, he's not good. I mean, he like, put up seven attempts last game from beyond the arc. Okay. If this yeah. game goes small, he could potentially get in the higher twenties range. Like anything can happen. He's three point one k. Everyone's going to go towards other value that anytime they can bust. So, yeah, I like that call, Kirk. It's ambitious. Uh, you know, I suppose that's the old one and one fifteen, like the terrible play, like the tunnel would do or something like that. I get it. I hear you. And I guess that's a plausible, that's a possible scenario. Um, I suppose that matters if McDermott plays on the other side or not, because Indiana, like you said, they are very small. Um, and the Charlotte side, just in general, is kind of a small team as well. Let's move on. San Antonio, Atlanta, two twenty one is the highest total on the board. San Antonio is a six point favorite. Um. Grant, I have a hard, you know, minutes equal money, and like DeJounte Murray's minutes have been absolutely amazing, but he's not playing more than 24, 25. Of course, he's coming back from that ACL. They just haven't signed the next four years. Uh, San Antonio is going nowhere, so there's really no reason to push him, I guess, as far as Pop is concerned. He's yet to close the entire season. Um, he might combust if he plays 26, 27 minutes right there on the court. 
Uh, LMA has been kind of a disappointment. I like threes, not twos, so I don't like playing him a ton either, although the matchup is fine here. He's kind of priced down. San Antonio is just sort of playing. Like, you could play double Ds, you know, DeMar DeRozan, I suppose you can play him. Uh, if White doesn't go, is it, yeah, if he doesn't go, maybe you get, like, a Patty Mills that can go off for 20, 25 minutes, uh, 25 points off the bench. But I don't know. They're the highest total on the board, Grant, and I'm still not excited about San Antonio. Yeah, I'm really on the same page. I mean, I don't really want to play DeRozan. Elmay's probably the guy that I have the most interest in. You mentioned Murray and his lack of minutes. and This isn't really a spot where they're going to play Rudy Gay for a whole bunch of minutes. Yeah, there's really not too much to look at. It's just LMA seems a little bit too underpriced considering what he can do. Like, we're a year removed from him occasionally putting up, what, 50, 60, 70 points occasionally. Like, it's not that he's likely to do it. He could end up with 15 or he could end up with 20. He could end up with 60. It's a boom or bust play here. So he's the only guy that I really like for tournaments, and it's just because of the mispricing. Curtis, can you get excited about the Spurs tonight? Um, I'm excited about LMA as much uh, as excitement that I can get um, for him because, I mean, this guy just ruins me every time. I I can't get him right. But uh, this certainly feels like a good good spot to take him. Um, You know, they they lost – you know, Collins is a pretty good defender. I mean, he's going to – he'll probably match up with some Alex Len, but, like, I don't know. I just see the matchup going very well for him in this game. And so, you know, I – on the, on the road game could be a little bit more competitive than what we're, what we're expecting. And uh, he, his price is just nice. So I, I think I, I just like him period on both sides. FanDuel yeah. And, uh, and Parker too, on the inside is not a defender we're afraid of either. As far as the no, that, that really boost that that ex- really boosts him up. If uh, he matches up with him. What if white doesn't go, you think, uh, is there any, is there, is there anybody getting like a direct boost on San, on San Antonio or it's like, a pinch white. of Forbes gets a, gets a boost or uh, Mills gets a boost, but nothing too thrilling. Yeah, White destroyed me the other night. Um, me too. I, I was all in on him everywhere. I bet his over prop too. Um, and, man, you couldn't have a worse game, right? And then Patty Mills just mm-hmm. went absolutely berserk. And, like, ah, it was so frustrating. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it's got to be – you would think – I mean, Murray's going to be Murray. He's going to crush in his time on the court, like you said. They're not going to push him because they've just made that abundantly clear. Um, and so the, the the only two guys that really – I mean, they're, they're Lonnie Walker's in the doghouse, um, and he's not very good anyway. So it's, it's Mills and it's uh, – what you said, Forbes. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to play those guys. And I'm probably playing Mills before I play Forbes. Neither are terribly exciting, and they're all – you know, under the assumption that White doesn't play. If White plays, they you know they just they all fall back. But even so, like if White doesn't go, I'm still not enthused. But to kind of make things work, I suppose that's something you can do. Uh, as far as the Atlanta side, no Collins. One of the chalkier players in the slate is going to be the aforementioned Jabari Parker. We don't care if he's a bad defender. Offensively, he's a pretty solid offensive player, close to a fantasy point per minute. And you can argue Kirk is what 28 to 32 minutes. Is that a fair projection? Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that they're just we don't really know what they're going to do with him, but he, they're start he's starting right? Like they announced that. I assume. Yeah, I have not did. seen that's official. Yeah, they okay. announced he's starting. They're going to need him to score. He's their best. You know, he he's an absolute scorer when he's on the court. So they they lost a score. They're going to have to replace him with a score. He's a high fantasy point per minute player. He's going to be terrible on the defensive end. And uh, but this game is going to be kind of gross from a defensive standpoint in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I you have to like Jabari Parker in this spot. 
Uh, Trey Young, by the way, a small sample size alert, 39 minutes a season, 38.3% usage when you boot John Collins off the court, which equates to 1.87 fantasy points per minute. Probably not sustainable, but really, really What's good. it with, with John Collins on the floor? I think it's like 1.6-ish or so. I have to jump back and do a whole thing, but it's more. Uh, well, here you go. I can tell you this. As far as this per 36, it jumps up uh, 12 fantasy points per 36. So do the math there. Mr. Accountant. Uh, what say you as far as, as far as Trey Young? I, I think he's fine as far as his injury, and they probably were overly cautious of nothing else. Uh, I, I feel like I heard something to the effect of like he could have played the next day or two if it was like a playoff game or something like that. So I assume he's ready to go and fully unleash, and I'm not concerned about his injury. Um, we, what do you, you want to chime in here? We just got news that he's going to be limited to 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. Fudge. Oh, man. Good timing, Dean. <laughs> so much for that. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, I thought he would be, well, maybe they're just being overly cautious again, but well, that sort of subdues that one. Uh, what are we doing with the Hawks here, Kirk? Is anybody else interesting? Like Herter is another guy they've been limiting his minutes throughout the season. Uh, they have a bunch of dudes like Bruno Fernando is probably going to play 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, Alex Lenz probably going to play close to 20 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of bodies still. Like Vince Carter's 72 year old Vince Carter still getting some run, still getting them checks. Good for him. Uh, I'm, I'm not excited about much else here. No, and uh, I've been playing Alex Len. Um, this doesn't feel like the matchup for him. I mean, you just, you, you just, Jabari is just a clear standout. I think like guys like DeAndre Bembry, you know, are back in play again. I mean, he looked really good um, lately. He's been a lot more aggressive. He's always getting those defensive stats. Uh, Herter is the guy who's gonna who just kills me every time. So. I don't know if you guys have a take there, but um, I mean, I'm not making a joke. He's just been hurt, right? Herter's been hurt. He's not been healthy. Uh, And he was much better last year in his rookie season. Uh, And I I assume he's just not fully 100%. They've been kind of pulling him along as far as his minutes. I think he got 25 last time out. He is cheap enough where you can throw that dart, but we've yet to see him do anything this year. Grant, what say you? Yeah, I don't want to play Herter. Um, Lynn and Bruno would probably be the two guys I mainly look at. like without Collins in the lineup and Trey Young back, like it should be interesting to see exactly what everyone ends up doing. Like Jabari could end up soaking up the entirety of the extra usage that they're without without Collins in there, but it can go a number of different ways here, and we don't know exactly what minutes Bruno or Lynn are going to be, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, overall, like I'm just taking shots on Bembry, on Reddish, on Herder, on Bruno, on Len. Like that's really all it is, just trying to figure out the right ones. And I don't think many of them will just absolutely crush your team, but finding the GPP winning upside, it's going to be tough to figure out which one of those guys it is. And Parker is the most likely candidate, but he's going to be just uber chalk on this slate and probably going to be, what, 40% owned plus? Well, we have ownership here. We'll pull it up later on the show as we're taking questions, I suppose. But uh, and again, the closer we get the lock, the, the more refined those become. And yeah, I'd imagine they'll be fairly popular. Uh, I think one of Len or Fernando gets there. I don't know if both do, and I don't know which one does. I don't feel confident in either. They're cheap enough where uh, they, they can get there in 20 minutes or so. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk Lakers. Let's talk I, I think the, the minutes upside play would be Cam Reddish because he also plays some point guard. Um, so if they're going to live, if you're going to, you know, the Trey Young minutes, the limit minutes limit, those like four minutes or so that he's probably going to play less would could possibly go to Reddish. Yeah, when Young was out, Reddish and Bembry ran the point, basically, for Atlanta. Uh, 216.5 is the total for Lakers-Bulls. Lakers are seven-point favorites here. 
we kind of mentioned it before in the show previously. LeBron and Davis are both smash plays here against Chicago. Uh, Chicago, one of the worst rebounding teams in all basketball this year. I think they might be the worst, and nobody's yielding more blocks as well, too, in a small sample. Also, you talked about uh, you know Lamb, Curtis, as far as heading back to, to Charlotte. Davis is from uh, he's from Chi-Town, Narrow Street alert. Maybe LeBron yields to him. I don't know. Both probably get there anyway. Uh, what do you have for me? Uh, this feels like a LeBron takeoff game, to be honest. Like, 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 doesn't like LeBron is all about like when he's engaged, right? And like when it's a competitive game and they need him out there on the court. And um, yeah, they played so bad in the beginning that they kind of like forced him into, and then he was on like main games against Luca and whatnot. This kind of feels like the game that you know on a, on a Wednesday night that he kind of you know simmers down a little bit, if I had to guess. And this would be an AD spot, so. His price is cheap, though, on uh, on uh, Fantasy Draft and DK, so it, it's really hard to get away from him. But, uh, I mean, I definitely like Anthony Davis more, and the fact that you just gave a little hometown narrative uh, doesn't hurt as well. Grant? I'm probably more on Davis than I am LeBron. Um, it could be either. Could be both. Yeah, it, it, it's it's tough to figure out. I'm, I'm going to end up playing a decent amount of both of them. Um, outside of them – are we gonna are we gonna chase KCP? Well, I mean, it depends. Like, if value has opened up, so I don't know how much you need him, but like, he's probably gonna play twenty five to twenty eight minutes or so, and I guess he can kind of sort of get there, just kind of eking his way. But of course, he's not a high usage guy. He can get steals, he can get threes, and things of that sort. But you know, he's most likely not gonna put up thirty points. Maybe he gets twenty or so, just by sticking around in the court for long enough. Uh, Howard's been great. And I talked about the Bulls giving up a lot of boards, getting blocked a lot. His price is kind of up a bit, so less appealing. Kuzma, they're saying he could play, I think the report was 26 minutes potentially. Um, he's, he's 4K on Vandal, which is kind of interesting. That's $500 above the floor. Um, but, he, again, he's still kind of sort of coming along slowly. Uh, you have any uh, other peripheral guys here, uh, Kirk Tees and the Lakers, or it's just the two studs? I mean, it looks like the – it looks like – uh, KCP and Danny Green are going to be chalky, um, at least for like cash game consideration, just because they they fit the the optimal build pretty easily. They allow you to uh, put the all the studs in. Um, I mean, KCP, we know what we're getting with this guy. We don't know where we're getting. He might be drunk. Like to be honest with you, um, that's happened. That's happened. Um, happened to him, game. or just happened in general? I know it's happened no, in general. It, it's it's happened to him, um, but. Uh, I mean, I'll play him at that price. You just kind of have to. I mean, it's the minutes are solidified with him and Danny Green, with Avery Bradley being out. The only one that could really increase their minutes would be Caruso or Cook, but I just don't really see that happening so much. So I think those two guys are, are just good players. We don't really know how much Kuzma is going to affect all the, the rest of the guys yet at this point. What and what did they say? Like there's like a 26-minute cap? Yeah, but we don't know he's going to get the 26 minutes. Yeah, right? we don't exactly. He could play like 15 and ease him back. But uh, how about the Chicago side? We know the, the you know the, the guards. It's pretty cluttered, like Sadoransky and White and Dunn and Archdiakono. It's hard to get excited about any of those guys. If this game theoretically stays close, it's probably because Levine is a big night. Uh, Markkinen is cheap. He's priced down. Not a great matchup, of course, against uh, Davis, who you know more likely to get in foul trouble. The Lakers, number one defensive team in all of basketball, short sample size, obviously. Um, but if this game does stay close and the price is down, marketing, you know, if you're going to stack it up, a little game stack. And Porter, who really knows where his minutes are going to go, but he's hiked back up to 30 minutes or so, he's priced down. And don't mind him 
Uh, don't feel great about it, but you know, I'm willing to play anybody for the right price. And I think it's kind of the right price uh, with the Indiana value. I don't know how much we need him. I thought both the lineup on the fly here, but he's definitely in my pool of options. Grant the Bulls. I mean, I really like Otto Porter tonight, and I think I might be the only one currently projected eh, about 13. percent All right, that's that's higher than I thought it would be. I thought he'd be really low owned, um, but with all the value out there, I'm not going to be surprised if he gets almost entirely overlooked here. We just saw what he could do a few nights ago. He's getting around 30 minutes. Like, he has big upside. He has a good enough floor um, on this slate. Like, when you consider all the other value, it's probably similar. Uh, everyone might think that the vet, with everything opening up that their floors are just as high or if not higher, but really that's not entirely true. Outside of him, I mean, Levine can go off in any game. It's not a great matchup here, but he's still Zach Levine and can put up 30 shots in any game. Marketing this doesn't grade out as a good matchup going up against AD. Carter, if he gets the minutes and doesn't get into foul trouble, he's a good enough play, but I'm a little bit worried about him getting in foul trouble, and this isn't the slate considering how many different options we have at the center position where I'm just going to avoid him entirely. So Porter's the guy that I really like here, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's basically where I'm at. If I have a little mini game stack, I'll add, uh, I'll add Levine. Uh, consider marketing, but probably not. Uh, but yeah, Porter's dollar for dollar kind of makes the most sense. Front end of a back-to-back for Chicago for what it's worth. Uh, Kirkies, what do you have for me as far as the Bulls? Yeah, that's the risk, right? It's the front end of a back-to-back, and he's got a, An ankle. a sprained ankle. You know? um, and uh, But the thing is, is like he's in my lineup right now. Uh, I have him in. Um, I'll play him at that price all day, like every day. Like he just offers a lot of upside. He can hit the three, you get the defensive stats. Marketing's been playing terribly. Um, so I wish we got some clarity, like on potentially what they're doing, like, but it may very well be that they may rest him tomorrow. Um, so, I mean, that, that's possible. Um, so we might get a full, full, you know, allotment of minutes for auto at a really cheap price. Yeah. And you can make this argument too, and there's no numbers that they're going to suggest this, but the bulls are going nowhere. And, but you'd think like they would get up for the idea of playing the Lakers. This is their NBA finals, right? Like, this is the one thing that, like, they get, it's an exciting – more of 82 games, this game is more exciting than the rest of them, I think. So maybe he gets an extra run, like you said, sits tomorrow sits tomorrow night. Uh, that can mean absolutely nothing. That's totally anecdotal. But uh, let's move on. These next two games, I'm not excited about these games. We'll talk about them, obviously. I uh, want to leave some time for some questions as well, too, Grant. So let's make this as succinct as possible. O-Town and OKC, 203 is a total not particularly high. It is tight, though. OKC is a two-point favorite. Um, Orlando plays slow. They're a good defensive team. I've seen like Marquez Holtz popping in models. I'm not excited about that. Uh, I have really nothing to be enthused about in this game. I like SGA, but he is kind of priced up. Uh, if Adams doesn't go, Noel is kind of interesting, especially where he's cheaper in some spots. But as a whole, Grant, um, I don't know, just mostly a pass. Yeah, I, in this game, I like Fultz a decent amount because he's going to be overlooked because of all the other value. And I like SGA, and then Noel gets added to the long list of value centers if Adams is out. That was synced. Uh, Kirk Dees, are you excited about this game, or are you with us? Um, I'm not excited about the game. I'm not excited about faults. Um, although, you know, everyone was ready, ready, love, uh, happy to play him um, in his last start, and he's starting again, and he's still cheap. Problem is, is that, you know, you see what happens when he's on the court now with Evan Fournier, with mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, with Jonathan Isaac, with Booch. 
you know, as opposed to manning that second unit. So I kind of wish he was just still manning the second unit. And I, you know, but there's still minute upside for sure with him. And, you know, things could break his way. Um, I, I mean, Isaac's always in play, but I, the Thunder is where the interest lies on, on the other side. Well, all right, sell me on somebody. I mean, Shea Day, baby, every day. Um, this, he's the man. He's, and he's, his price is still not high enough on uh, DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. And it's his team. And I think Chris Paul is dust, personally. But, um, but we also, you know, do, we don't have news yet on, uh, on Steven Adams, Correct. Correct. But like, obviously, we would, you know, all be. Wh- who would you feel better about, Goga or Nerlens Noel? Ooh, if like salary wasn't a thing. Well, they're pretty, they're pretty close to the same salary. Pretty close yeah. to the same on uh, on fantasy draft. All DK. right, yeah. Um, I th- oh, man, uh, Vukovic's tough matchup. Orlando plays slow, pretty good defensive team, and of course, he gets crossed up with uh, Bamba. He's a pretty solid defender too. I I think I think it's Goga. I think I prefer Goga. You can play both, obviously, but I think it's Goga. Grant? Uh, probably Goga. For not including ownership, but who's going to draw more ownership? I don't know. I'm not fired up what the ownership happens to be, but uh, yeah. And yeah, it depends it'll, on it'll, when it'll you get change. that news. Yeah, we don't, the ownership right now probably doesn't assume that, that Noel is going to be drawn the start. Adams will sit. Adams is a really tough dude. This is just a confusion, so... I would think he wants to play, and it's just the trainer that's been holding him back. I have no idea. Just kind and of and the guess. fact that OKC doesn't care. Yeah, uh, they're not they're not fully incentivized. Uh, that makes sense as well, too. Dude, Adams looks like Gronk out there, like how Gronk looked last year playing. It looks like he's. <laughs> well, I heard like a like a some like a samurai warrior. I've heard I've heard a lot a lot of comps. He looks a lot like Jason Moma. Yeah, that, that that's the other guy I was trying to think of. He's the Aquaman, right? The Aquaman. <laughs> Is that what the kids are calling them these days? <laughs> no, I think uh, the only person I know, that, or the only people I know that use the word the in front of when they just say Google? something like the Google is you <laughs> and then like 50-year-old women who just figured out how to use the computer. Hey, that's that's my target demographic. Uh, let's talk about the hammer. You and me both. <laughs> uh, Miami Heat. My Miami Heat and Denver. 212 is the total. Denver is a five-point favorite. Um, uh, we sh- hold on. We should do like the the blender, like uh, the ne- uh, just like get a picture of a Neanderthal, and uh, get a picture of uh, Stephen Adams. You see that on the sweat show that he does, where he uh, compares. I don't. Yeah, this is over my head, but I, uh, I don't. I don't catch the reference. Would have been. Uh, would have been. Would have been a great time to do it. <laughs> I mean, sure. you can just put up the caveman from the Geico commercial. What year are you living? That that commercial's been like debunked for like the last what twenty it's no longer a thing. Debunked? Not debunked. It's been debunked as in uh it's yeah. not true that cavemen can buy insurance. <laughs> that is actually true. That, that's Was that it commercial. Busters? That commercial's not based on a true story. <laughs> well, the ge- the gecko ones are? Yes. <laughs> uh, Miami and Denver, two twelve is the total. We got ten minutes, guys. I want to get some questions from chat. So uh, there's Questions loading up from YouTube. Again, feel free to like and subscribe over there. We'll knock out your questions as well in the RG chat too. So we got to get through this one fairly quickly. 10 minutes before you step aside and make way for crunch time. I believe it's Andy Means and JSU. Your boy, JSU, uh, Kirk Dees. Uh, my he is heat, my boy. But I'm not playing my heat. Not playing them. Uh, they're as healthy as they've been the entire season. Denver plays slower than anybody else. In, playing in Denver is one of the hardest environments to play in all of basketball. I think Spoh is a smart, uh, smart coach where he might take a minute or two off his players because of the uh, the air there. And 
you know, everybody's available for Miami, so I'm just I'm just crossing them out. Uh, you guys can play the Heat. Love them, just not tonight. Grant, change my mind. Bam. With everyone going to value at center, you can play Bam. Yeah, I mean, you can. I won't. You, you can, can play Bam. Yeah, Watch another Bam. night. Another night, but not for me. That's fine. Go Anybody ahead. else? Don't play him. From Miami, you can play Butler. Like, if it's looking like you have some room to catch up, uh, you can always swap from LeBron if you have him at the uh, forward or guard position. Like, it makes sense in late swap if you have some room to catch up. Yeah, Jimmy is interesting. Uh, look, I, I'm not buying the stocks. He's got a ridiculous steals and blocks so far in the season. That's obviously going to fall back. That's not uh, repeatable going forward. Uh, and again, I keep talking that they have a they have a lot of players now. Everybody's healthy. Uh, Nectat James Johnson's available. I guess I don't know when Waiters is going to play. He's there. He's in a uniform. They still have just plenty of dudes. Winslow coming back too. Uh, you got anybody, Curtis, on Miami? You want to play Myers Leonard? No. Do you? He's been, been doing pretty well. Uh, they're gonna, you know, there's minutes should be safe in this one with uh, the bigs that. Uh, the Nuggets have, but uh, no, it's not a not an exciting play by any means. I mean, the better plays are on the other side. Um, so let's just segue over and let's start it off and talk about the Joker. Um, he has been awful. He's looked out of shape. Correct. Um, everyone he always looks kind of pudgy, but yeah, I, yeah. I've heard that. Correct. Um, there's speculation that you know he is out of shape to start this season, and he's trying to get back into shape. Also, the big thing is is that Malone called him out after the last game. Um, and you know, typically when, uh, Jokic gets called out, he usually goes off, absolutely goes bananas afterwards. Um, he has a height advantage in this matchup. Uh, they, uh, Malone criticized about him not taking enough shots. So if, uh, if Jokic is going to come out engaged and ready to just fire shots, uh, I can't say I don't like him. Yeah. I think he's playable in tournaments. He's playable on, on Fando as well, too. At least he was. Uh, he was, you know, he's pretty cheap down over there. Like he's been all season long and center wasn't very strong. And that might've uh, changed as the show progressed with body parts coming out uh, historically much better at home. And again, he's facing a uh, bam who he's abused over the years. Like in three or four matchups, he's done really, really good against them for what it's worth. Uh, Grant, you got anything as far as Jokic or anybody else, as far as the other pieces, Barton is questionable, but nobody really gets a big boost, maybe an extra minute or two for Harris or, you know, for, for me, there's no direct benefactor necessarily. Yeah, you can play Jokic in tournaments. I won't. Uh, I'm not playing any Denver guys. Okay. That was succinct. I, I appreciate that. We have questions loading up in chat, so that works out perfectly. Uh, as those questions are loading up in chat, I'm going to go ahead and we'll do the screen share and we'll kind of show people, kind of jump around as far as what we're seeing uh, when it comes to ownership. And no surprise, oh, there's Goga at 43% projected ownership. Parker at 39 The aforementioned Malcolm Brogdon, 38%. And then Davis and LeBron, both in the 40s. Feeling like a star scrub slate once again. Uh, Grant, you're batting first, then Kirk D's. Grant, you got Kemba versus Trey Young. Who do you prefer? Kemba. Trey Young's on a minutes limit. Uh, I got a twofer for you, uh, Kirk D's. It's LBJ and Bridges versus Tatum and Kemba. Now, this is for Yahoo specific. I know you like a, that's one of your specialty sites. Oh, that's easy. I mean, who really had to ask if I was going to like Kemba and Tatum better or not? So the, uh, the answer is this from the Celtics Homer is uh, Kemba and Tatum. I'm going to stick with you because this is another Yahoo specific I'm, question. And I'm going to say play Anthony Davis instead of LeBron over on Yahoo. Uh, Rozier, Lamb, or Smart? Pick one of those three. Me? 
No, no, this is for uh, for Kirk Thies. This is a Yahoo-specific question, so I wanted to stick with them. Uh, I'm going to go with Lamb tonight. Uh, Grant, let's see. What do we have? This is as far as a cash game play. Herder, KCP, or, or Danny Green? Oof. Herder or KCP? I mean, it's price. KCP is cheaper, so probably him. I don't think salary matters. Just just saying, like, uh, for raw points. I th- they're requesting my opinion as well, too, and – I don't feel good about any of it, but like I understand what you're doing, uh, and I think I take Danny Green amongst those three. But again, I'm not happy about any of that. Derek Herder. White's butt will probably give it a go. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Good for him. Uh, I like how on YouTube they're they're uh, they're specifying who they want these questions to go to. Uh, this is for mo- both me and Grant. Oh, is LeBron James the greatest athlete athlete of all time? Yeah, sure. No, number one is Boban. Number two is Bo Jackson. Oh, what about Kobayashi? Is he on the board for you? I mean, no, he just reinvented the sport until people caught up to the actual techniques used. <laughs> what about, what about uh, Deion Sanders, primetime? Uh, I mean, uh, he was not very good at baseball. What just about Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. What about Tim Tebow? <laughs> Tim Tebow's a good one. No, he's he's not, that's a terrible <laughs> he's, should, he's up there, right? Right? That's Come on, it. let's yeah. be honest here. Yeah, he would have been great in, like, 1910 when, like, the, the forward pass wasn't invented in football. Otherwise... D, he, um, has, he has one of the best winning percentages of any QB ever. Oh, oh yeah, one loss records. <laughs> All right, that those matter. Uh, is it crazy? This is for you, Kirk Dees. Is it crazy to play Brogdon and Lamb in the same lineup? I say no, not crazy at all. No, it's not crazy at all. No way. I love this. The next question, Grant. Is it insane? <laughs> Are they just having fun on YouTube today or what? Is it insane to play LBJ and Davis together in cash? No. No, and I, one guy used crazy, one guy used insane. He's so. ludicrous. I'm just adding Ludo. that. <laughs> uh, Kirk Deese, based upon the DK prices. Uh, that's chalk. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, LeBron uh, AD together on uh, for cash, at least. In fan, uh, On fantasy draft and on DK, probably. On, on uh, Fandle, probably not. It depends where you're shopping. I don't know where they were shopping. Uh, Kirk Deese, DK prices and fantasy draft kind of parallels to some degree as well. Uh, who provides more value, uh, LMA, LaMarcus Aldridge, or Marketing? Oh, LMA, no doubt. Uh, Grant, would you play KCP on DK? He's 3,400. You can, but there's a ton of value. Would you play him? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't want to. I'll say that. I absolutely don't want to. Uh, Kirk Dees, what are your thoughts on Grant? Uh, I wasn't really considering him. Okay, fair enough. Is that uh, is that? No, that's reasonable. Should I, should he's he's getting minutes. He's fine. I, I'm, he's secondary for me. Uh, Osman, any, any interest in us? What? What's that? TPP only, but no interest in Jetty. Uh, Grant Osman, Jetty? No. Jokic or Kemba? Kemba. All right, you stole Kirk Dees. It's not Jeopardy. We're going back and forth. Well, you asked the yeah. same question to both of us. I assumed we'd stay on me. I I, I like the upside for. Uh, Jokic tonight. Uh, if says if, the Boston and Connecticut homer, so that must mean something. Uh, um, Kirk, these I, thoughts I, on Jakar? Is that Jakar Sampson? Oh, it's such a great uh, uh, Jakar. You mean is that the uh, the Cologne? It just no, no, that's, that's, that's Jakar Noir. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, oh, okay. I think you're thinking that was popular Jakar, when the caveman the was popular. <laughs> Dude, I, I made you Deed. Deed's a fan of that. No? Jakar Noir. Oh, yeah. well, I'll tell yeah, you who no. likes it. Like a forty. Like the, the what's your what's your go to scent? Do you have one? 
He goes with the off-brand one. Aqua de Gio? I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> we don't have time for this nonsense, guys. We have a yeah, couple questions we, we got to knock out here. Um, That's all we got is time. Uh, okay, so I, I've lost track, unfortunately. Uh, Kirk D's, Tatum or LMA? Oh, man. I actually like LMA better tonight, but I, I like them both. They're both solid plays, and the ownership uh, – from GPP perspective, I would go to Tatum. Lightning round. Grant, Zeller or Howard? Zeller. Definitely. Uh, favorite college basketball game tonight? I got none. South uh, Dakota State. <laughs> He's got big money on that. Plus, plus 11 and a half. Everybody sweat with me. Uh, you got uh, Kirk Deese. You got Jimmy Butler. You got Spoonie Love, Kevin Love. Oh, Love. Uh, missed our takes on Brogdon. I think we all love Brogdon, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it insanely crazy, Grant, to play Smart and Parker? No. Uh, LMA or Love, we already knocked out that question. I got a two for a four-year Kirk D, so we got Bam and Dwight versus Tristan and Graham once again. Uh, re- rebuild. <laughs> uh, DDR? Not the Revolution, but the uh, the basketball player? No, Grant? I'm not going there. Yeah. How do we feel about Smart? Talk to me about Smart. That's your boy. Uh, kind of like them. I'm um, just getting overshadowed with all the value in the price, uh, similar price range, but uh, good GPP play. Grant, finish strong. Give me something good. Brogdon's the highest scoring. Brogdon outscores LeBron. Oh, I love Damn. too, because I, I love earlier in the show, LeBron. Love is the greatest player, I thought. But, uh, love uh, outscores LeBron. Kirkies, love love conquers all, Dean. See it raise it, Jokic, 60 plus. Triple dub. There it is. He's uh, he's Grant. He's Kirk Dees. Stay tuned for Crunch Time with Jerry Basswell tonight. We're out of here. Howard, thank you, Fantasy. Draft the sponsor of the show. Bye.